Welcome to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Thank you guys for tuning in to a brand new episode this week. Hope I hope the last couple of weeks have found you very well, wherever you're listening from. Uh, majority of you guys probably listening here in Houston. I will not delve into what happened last week too much because I'd rather not talk about it. Of course, if you've been living under a rock or not here, we experienced our first ever winter storm and went through this whole or- ordeal that, like I said, I really don't want to get into because it was just it was just a lot. I'm not really in the mood to discuss none of that today. So today's show will, will be primarily a focus of what is to come in the coming weeks and months for the show. I've been doing a lot of thinking and pontificating in the last couple of days, especially, you know, during that time when that winter storm rolled through and we lost we lost power. I did a lot of thinking and I said, man, I am coming up on turning 30 years old this year. And I really that thought really sunk into my head like, fuck. The time has just flown by fairly quick and I had all these big plans this year for what I was planning on doing as far as you know celebrating because I'm not really a big birthday uh, I don't really celebrate my birthday like that like most people do and it's not even until October anyways but before you know it the day will be here and I will be hitting the big 3-0 so I had all these plans for going out of town by myself and you know the original plan was to go to las vegas and take part in that dream racing experience that they have up there where you can you can order you can buy a package that they have and you can drive these fairly exotic cars around the las vegas speedway and they're all souped up to the gills you know they have porsches lamborghinis mustangs corvettes whatever you're willing to spend, they have it there. So that was the original plan, to go out there and have a good time and really just partake in the in the Las Vegas scene for, you know, for just that, that night, see what it's like. And man, did all that change when this pandemic hit and we're almost, we're leading up to a full year already. If you can believe that. And like many, I have been trying really hard and really trying my best to maximize what I'm able to do during this downtime. Aside from the fact that I'm still working, I still have a job, and I'm still buying all this gear and all these toys that I want as far as, you know, guitars and amplifiers and whatnot. So... Nonetheless, I mean, it's been really, I'm looking at my recorder, for some reason it, the thing blinks every now and then, I'm I'm not sure if it's supposed to do that, but we'll just keep recording as we go, and so, yeah, I really got to thinking, and I said, you know what, even with 
all these vaccines that are being rolled out now and people starting to get these vaccines and I have yet to get mine because it hasn't been available to me but as soon as it is I will be getting my doses I said you know what I don't think this Vegas trip is going to happen being realistic here you know I, 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 I'm very I have a very optimistic outlook on this life but I'm also very realistic too in the fact that I don't I don't there's no sugarcoating anything there's no what if or yeah once all this is said and done it's uh <laughs> and and it, it's it's all gonna go back to normal I'm looking at this guy out that's walking outside right now so earlier I tried to start this podcast I had to stop it because there were these two small dogs that were running loose on the main street <laughs> and they were they were being chased by all these people that were blocking traffic cuz you know god forbid they get run over and i guess they finally caught them so it was just a funny scene yet scary for about 2 minutes so going back to all that i said yeah you know this this vegas trip ain't going to happen so what can i do you know you only turned 31 time. And after that, I'd say it's downhill from there. <laughs> Depending on who you are, of course. Some people, i say between 30 and 35, they start having a midlife crisis. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not married yet or I don't have any kids yet. Still in the plans. But I may have stated this before. That's really not a priority for me right now. It's just not, you know, having gone through stuff in the past, it's something that I anticipated, something that I, you know, I don't want to say dreamed of, but kind of expected. And sure enough, it didn't happen the way it, the way I thought it would. And from that point on, I said, you know what, things happen for a reason. And, you know, when you're with the wrong person, it can it can go south pretty quick. And so I'm really fortunate and glad that that wasn't the case. I didn't get married or have any kids. You know, you come to find out that said person doesn't really like you after all. So that'd be a shitty position to be in, you know, after you after the fact. And all your dreams and goals are are fucking shattered after that. And I didn't want that for myself. I said, you know what? Let's take it for what it is. If the right partner comes along and, you know, we hit it off and it ultimately ends up in marriage and kids, hey, that's perfect. That's perfect for me. I already have a good career going. Everything else, you know, is icing on the cake, as they say. I have my little projects going at home and whatnot, you know, music, podcast, um, video games, everything. Everything that, that I almost, that I always hoped and dreamed about when I was a fucking punk ass kid <laughs> you only I'll be scrolling through catalogs looking at the latest video games that were out or whatever musical instruments that were out at the time and just really just saying like man one day I may, I'm gonna be able to have a good job have some money and be able to buy that stuff for myself but that just seemed too far away 
from becoming a reality. And sure enough, here I am in that reality. Mind you, I'm not going out and, you know, dropping cash left and right. You know, I have my priorities too. That has to be taken care of first before I can, you know, indulge and have fun. I can't just go and go walk into Guitar Center and buy a new guitar, which I probably did this morning. <laughs> I have yet to receive it because they didn't have, and that's that's going to be another story for another day once I do have it because I don't have it at this time. They didn't have the specific color that I wanted. You know, I do have a specific taste, if you can say, when it comes to guitars and stuff like that and you know the colors and whatnot because that that matters too if if i'm buying a guitar that's my first actual i want to say professional guitar but top tier guitar i want it to my own specs not necessarily custom built but you get what i'm saying if i had to choose between a i don't know for example a black corvette and a yellow corvette i'm gonna go with the black corvette because that's what i like so there's that comparison I think the guitar that I had that I bought is more of a I don't know I'm trying to think of a classic car. Yeah, maybe like a classic Corvette, if you could say. Or actually no, you know what? It's more of like a more of like a classic car. It's not a, it's not too flashy. But again, more on that later. So what the hell was I talking about? Oh yeah. So, you know, you come to a realization where, and I always tell people this, it's like, don't don't wait until you're sitting there and you start feeling regret about, oh, I should have done this and I should have done that. You just go ahead and do it, man, because this life is too short and you'd hate to be, you know, on your deathbed saying, I wish I did this, I wish I did that. Even if you fail doing it, at least you could say you did it. You know, I I always, I never had aspirations to be, you know, the best guitar player or the fastest. I just knew, I said, hey, if I can just be good at playing the guitar, that's it. Or at least, you know, being able to afford to, to buy one, I've made it. Anything else after that is just, you know, extra. And sure enough, you know, when I was, I've been bringing up this story to several people that I know. I didn't buy my first guitar until I was 16 years old. Before then, it was just always salivating at the fact that, you know, you wanted to get a guitar. But, you know, the situation was we just didn't have any money for it. My parents didn't have money to, you know, buy me a guitar, much less buy me lessons. So, on a vacation trip to Mexico one summer, when I was 16, I went to this little music shop that they had just opened at the downtown part of the town that I visit. And they had a wide variety. It was a small shop, small mom and pop music store, and selection was very limited, and you had your standard electric guitars, and acoustic guitars and the occasional drum set 
And sure enough, there was this classical guitar that really got my attention. Really nice dark blue slash black uh, type of finish. Kind of like if you're if you're thinking of like a sunburst color, just think about it in like that dark blue finish. And from that point forward, that's always been I've said if I ever get to the point where I can build a guitar or have one custom made to where it's to my specs as far as color and um, scale. It would be that color, whether it's an acoustic guitar or an electric guitar. I wouldn't use those colors. I feel like those are my colors. But since I can't find those colors yet, I've settled for black finishes. So I ended up buying this classical guitar. I forget the, the brand. I still have it to this day. If you ask me, Juan, are you ever going to sell that guitar? I'm like, nope. That thing is not for sale. I will never sell that guitar because that was my first purchased guitar. I think I paid 50 bucks for it. Something like that. And I started dabbling away in in that on that guitar. And from then on, it's been a a a journey, you could say, of different things that I've experimented with. And I'd say my first actual electric guitar, I don't have it anymore, but I ended up getting a Jackson Rhodes, uh, is it a Jackson Rhodes? Yeah, Jackson Rhodes guitar with a Floyd tremolo system on it. It was a dark red finish. As much as I love that guitar, it just didn't work out for me as far as playability. I just could not play that thing. You'd have to actually put it between your legs to be able to position it and be able to play it. The frets were jumbo frets. I just could not. You know, I have really long fingers, but those frets were not working out for me. And I ended up doing more research and trying out different guitars at stores. And I finally was able to trade that one in and settle for a Epiphone SG. Now, at that time, the SG that I had bought was a SG Special Edition. Standard red color, like you would see uh, Angus Young from ACDC playing. And it had a kill switch, too. Now, if you don't know what a kill switch on a guitar is, is what it is is where you have your volume and tone knobs. It had a kill switch knob on it where you can press... It's pretty. It's pretty much a button you can press, and it'll. It'll kind of. I don't want to say mute the noise, but it'll kind of just. If you're striking the power core, you could just go dun, and then you click that kill switch, and it'll kill the sound. Click it back up, and it'll pop back up again. It's a cool little effect that you can work your way around. I've played around with it a couple times. It didn't really do much for me, but. You know, as time went on, I started messing around with different types of strings and, and you know, different things for it. And as I started getting a little bit more serious about my playing, I said, you know what? I need I need something that's more, 
it still felt like a beginner guitar, which I was at the time. But as I started progressing, I said, you know what? I need something that's a little more. This feels a lot different than the SGs that I've played at the store. I wasn't going to buy a Gibson one, that's for sure. So I said, you know what? There has to be something that I can do as far as trading this one in for a pro version of it. Sure enough, one of on a trip to Guitar Center one day, I ended up finding a black, all black Epiphone SG Pro. It was a nine, it's a 1966 model that I still run with to this day. And I gotta say that was probably the one of the one of the best investments I've made as far as upgrading a guitar because I gotta say that this thing plays. If I had to change anything on this guitar, and I'm looking at it right now, I'm actually holding it. Probably the only thing I'd change on here would be the pick guard. Probably put a new one in there. Those tend to go pretty quick. They get, I mean, that's what they're for. They get all scratched up. I think the only thing I would change on this would probably be the pickups. And a good little recommendation by my guitar teacher was made where, you know, I started researching these pickups. And, and I really started loving the, if you're a guitar player, you know what I'm talking about. A lot of you probably don't know what I'm talking about at this point, but... There's specific pickups that I started looking at. And, I, and he said, yeah, you know, if you're going to swap pickups out, check out the ones that the actual Gibson guitars have and swap them out for those. And that's as close as you're going to get to actually having a Gibson guitar, which there's really not much of a difference other than the brand, because these guitars, they they're fairly close to the actual actual guitar. It might be lower tiered, but the the quality they they they've really stepped up the quality in these guitars. So that's probably the only thing I'd swap out on there. Uh, before then, I ended up buying a. It's a funny story when you know my first breakup happened. <laughs> I ended up buying a Epiphone. What is this? A let me get the actual model right. It's a. I was just looking at the name. A PR4E acoustic electric guitar. The only thing I will say about this is that I just found out that there was a solid black uh, model of this guitar, and if I can, I will probably trade it in just for the color. Otherwise. It's a great sounding guitar. I would just keep it. I also had purchased my first bass guitar years ago, which was a PV Millennium bass. That thing was huge. I'm a I'm an average size guy. I'm not really tall, that tall. I'm not that short either. But that thing, I had to I had to work that thing, and it just wasn't working out to what I wanted. And I had to, I had to say, you know what? I need, I need to find something that works to my advantage. Sure enough, another trip to Guitar Center. Seems like I, I should start working there. Once I, I should start, I should start working there. Once I retire from my actual job, get a job doing as tech or something. But I ended up. 
finding finding out that you know they had short scale versions of these bass guitars i said you know what let me go try one of these short scale models they're fairly small i ended up looking for this one that i saw online as an ibanez micro bass guitar again found it in black what's with me in black <laughs> i plugged that thing in through a i think it was an ampeg that they had at the store because most of the stuff I, ha I have here is a bunch of fly mini amplifiers from Blackstar that I use for practicing. And so from then on, I started taking bass lessons last year. And I mean, that thing has worked wonders for me. Experimented with different bass guitar strings and whatnot as far as like brands. And I think I finally found the right ones as far as, you know, for short scale models and what fits my needs aside from all that you know it ultimately it culminates to you know turning almost turning 30 this year and finally saying you know what it's now or never i'm not gonna buy something that's way beyond you know my playing skills and abilities but I'm also not going to cheap out at this point. I've been doing the research long enough and I've been testing them out long enough to know that that's what I want. You know, I'm not one. I've never been one. And I went through my different phases of, you know, what I like as far as music. You know, it was always exploring the different hair bands, what they call quote unquote hair bands from the 80s, thrash metal, heavy metal, you know, rock. But. You know, if I really want to start doing this thing seriously and really just being open-minded to all these different styles, I want to get something that I can, you know, enjoy playing. Because my end goal with all this is to be able to play covers. You know, whether it's at bars or weddings or jamming at home, doing sessions. That's really what I'm looking for in all this. It's never been my goal to, you know, do original stuff. Although I have written several lyric ideas here and there. But that's just, that's just, you know, if it happens, it happens. But I've always, you know, I've always just wanted to, you know, be able to get up and play. And the people that I've known that have played music very well. And I use that as inspiration. That's why I started taking lessons. You know, when I was a teenager, this was never, this was never even thought of. You know, I always, I've always known guitar lessons to be very expensive, and they are. But they do, I will say, they do tailor to your needs. You're not just going to start taking advanced guitar lessons because that's just not going to happen. If you're a beginner, they'll fit you in with beginner courses. With the, fit you in with the right teacher. If you're an advanced player, they'll look to see what you need to work on as far as, you know, progressing your play, playing skills and abilities and whatnot. A lot of you might already know that my brother is an exceptional guitar talent and... 
I could sit here all day and, you know, praise him. But he's been playing since he was like five years old. I didn't catch on until I was 16. So, you know, I'm at least 10 years behind. But I've, I've, I've been able to find different outlets for all this. I, I found out that sitting behind a drum kit is probably going to be the best thing for me. As far as, you know, and I'm only saying that as far as, you know, comparing, when I compare him playing a song to me playing a song, I can easily say, hey, let's jam this song. He'll know it right away on the guitar and I'll know it right away on the drums without even practicing it. I wish I had that that skill on the guitar. I can maybe get away with it on the bass, but... On the drums, you can name any song. I probably play circles around it easy, and that's with that's without taking drum lessons, which I still want to do. I'm still searching. I'm still learning. I'm always going to be learning, no matter what, whether it's the electric guitar, the acoustic, the drums, the piano. I think singing might be the last resort, but that's just that's just that's the thing. All coming back to what I was thinking about just a few weeks ago. I said, man, you are turning 30. From here on out, you just got to go. You got to go all the way. Because you don't want to get to a point where you get married and have kids. And I hate to say it, but, you know, a lot of people's lives suck. And I get it. You know, you become, I only speak for myself, but. Of course, your priorities now are children. Not to take away from anything that, you know, anybody that has any children, but that's just the reality. I don't want that yet. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just don't want that. I have too much on my plate right now as far as what I want to do. And nothing's going to take that away. And even after having, you know, if the day does come that I do have children, you know, get married and whatnot, I'm still going to be doing this. It's probably not going to be as serious as I would want it to be because, of course, the time will be more focused and spent on, you know, these children. Because that's just what you have to do. Take it from me, who's been working for juvenile probation for, for years. So that's just something that you know that really crossed my head. It's something that I have to do. And it's something that I will do. And you only get better with time, I feel. If you're keeping up with it. And hey, you know, um I've never been one to you know, my my mentality is if you have children, let them do what they want to do. As far as hobbies and interests, let them discover it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and try to push this on them. You know, my my dad. You know, I, I relate to my dad a lot because you know with the, the music part. He never pushed any of that music on us. We discovered it on our own. It's just it's fortunate that we're able to connect because we like the same music. Again, he never pushed it on us. It was just there. His cassettes were always there. It was always on the radio when I was listening to it. 
And I really liked it. I grew up with a lot of Spanish songs, Spanish music too, that I enjoy to this day. If I go back and listen to it, I would never for once try to push a kid to try to, you need to get better at playing the piano or you need to become a guitar hero. Nah, they probably don't even want to do that. They probably want to, you know, just focus on other things, whatever it is that kids focus on nowadays. But if they do take up an interest and I, you know, they might have the, the talent already for it, too. Doesn't mean, you, you know, I'm going to exploit them either. No, they're going to get all the support they can for me one way or another. Mind you, if you're that good at guitar, I'm not going to buy you a thousand dollar guitar. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're going to have to work for that thing. But, you know, again, it all comes it all comes back around to, you know, just doing your own thing at your own pace. And just do it, man. Don't don't wait. I could still sit here and be waiting to be for something for me to magically start playing like Eddie Van Halen. That's just not going to happen. With me, I needed that, that extra kick in the ass to start taking lessons and start, you know, grinding away. Like I said, I'm years behind where my brother is, but it's also not a competition either. He already has the talent. Where he's good at, at different things, I'm good at things that he's probably not good at. And we just mesh those two things together and it makes for a good jam session, I feel. And we can always trade off ideas and, you know, things here and there, music. Everything is, it, it's, I'm open to it. A lot of things. You know, like I've been telling my guitar teacher, I said, look, I think as far as what I like, I'm always going to like what I like in terms of music, you know, rock and metal. But there comes a point, especially when, you know, learning stuff like this, I'm getting to a point where I really want to explore different things and probably revisit some stuff I used to listen to when I was a kid, you know, Spanish music, um, Blues, a lot of blues, maybe some country here and there. I think I think that's my my main goal to be able to maximize what I can do as for, in terms of playing. I just don't want to be because I see it all the time, you know. I see people pigeonholed in different genres. I just don't want that to be me. I want people to say, "Man, he can play, you know, he can play Kiss as well as he can play, you know, Selena stuff or you know, Santana, maybe even some Stevie Ray Vaughan stuff or Joe Bonamassa. You want to be able to pick up on something and say, okay, I know what's going on there and be able to play it. And of course, you know, to try to keep up with whatever's going on nowadays in terms of music. And I've always been a firm believer that there's always been some type of garbage going on, but there's also been some good stuff too. People always say, oh, you know, the music back then was better. Not necessarily. There was garbage back then, too. If you really look at all these bands that were coming out from the 80s towards the tail end, it was all garbage. You know, early on, you had Rat, Motley Crue, and your Dawkins, and your Cinderella's. But later on, you started having bands like, you know, the Bullet Boys and all this other bullshit that was coming on. I haven't heard some of that stuff. It's not that good. (laughs) Everything was just copied off of 
what was what was originated, you know, from bands like Bon Jovi and all that stuff. In the nineties, you had the same thing, you know, you had Nirvana and Isles and Chains, all that good stuff. But then you had all these copycats that came right after. The two thousands was the same thing. You had new metal coming in, and all the stuff that they started copying, you know, Limp Bizkit and all this other stuff. So I say, yeah, you know, there's, 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 there's always been good music and there's always been bad music too. Your choice on what you decide to listen to. If you want to listen to garbage, hey, I can't judge you. That's your own decision. So, nonetheless, that's my little episode for today. Just uh, in the downtime that I've had. Things that have crossed my head. Yeah, things that have happened too. You know, people, a lot of people that I've known that are passing away, and you're like, man, we're only getting older. And if we're getting older, all those other people that were already old, they're getting a lot older too. So we really have to, you know, just take it for what it is and really just try to, you know, just do your own thing. Work's always going to be there. Don't get me wrong. It's always going to pay the bills, no matter what. But you also need to decide what's best for you, too. Whether you've been wondering about, oh, man, I, sh- I should really try to learn. Nah, just go ahead and do it. You'll Trust me, you're going to find out if it's your thing or not. I've still been wanting to learn a piano, and I haven't really gotten around to buying a piano, but... You know, sure enough, something's going to come out of this. Like I said, you'll easily figure out if this is the thing for you or not. No, for a while I was way into cars and now I'm not so much. You know, I'm what they call like a wannabe mechanic. I know the basics, but as far as getting into all that stuff i just can't i can't do it (laughs) this i think gear and guitars are are what 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 it's working for for me so anywho i hope you've enjoyed this week's uh, episode hopefully you can get a good takeaway from all this and saying stop wondering of what if just go ahead and do it Nothing's stopping you unless, you know, you don't have any money or nothing like that. But if you don't have that drive and determination to, to get to get it and go after it, I don't know what to tell you. Because this all, this all can be gone tomorrow. And I don't want that to happen. So, I say, you know what? Let me just try to be the best guitar player that I can, the best musician that I can become. And I'm not looking to, I'm not seeking fame or fortune. That's always just, you know, the sweet stuff that comes after. Doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be happy. I know a lot of, I know a lot of successful musicians that are, that never got the fame and fortune that others did. And they're happy as hell. And they have their own home studios. They do their own work. At their own pace. So, Hey. You can make it work for you. 
But I'll tell you this right now. If you're chasing that fame and fortune, just do something else because you're not going to get it. Especially in this climate nowadays. You really have to you really have to adapt to the times that we're in and even then it's still, you know, you got to be you got to be on top of it. So, you got to be on top of your game. So, if you enjoy listening to this podcast and you haven't subscribed yet, uh, you can always go back and revisit old episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Just search Hangout Podcast with Juan Hernandez. And sometimes I think it's a little hard to find. So if you can't find it for some reason, please let me know. You can follow me on Twitter at Juan underscore A underscore H. And follow me on Twitch at Juan underscore A underscore Hernandez 91. I'm telling you, that alone is a whole nother episode. But we've been doing all these live streams on Facebook and Twitch. My goodness. We're not even we're not even doing this to compete. We're just doing this for fun and all all the games we've had where we just laughed our ass off, they're all just we're all just bullshitting at the end of the day. We come up with some some things that oh my god, you wouldn't even begin to to wonder what the hell's wrong with us, but you know, again, using this lockdown and pandemic to our advantage. So I hope you guys have a good rest of your week coming up. If there is a guitar that you want to go buy, go ahead and buy it because I just bought one this morning. (laughs) More on that as we go along and stay tuned for next week's episode.